And we've been talking about, amen, how to maintain your joy. Amen. We've been talking about joy. Amen. I told you last week that, that, that sometimes right before joy comes pain. Amen. Jesus says that every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he what? He takes away. And, and, and every branch in him that, that, that bears fruit, he prunes. It's a, it's a, it's a painful thing. It's a painful process. Both processes are are painful, but yet, amen, he says when he prunes it, and the reason he prunes it, so that it can bear more fruit. We're going to go to verse 4 today. I'll read verse 3. He says, you are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. He says, abide in me. And I in you, as the branch, remember we talked about that branch, cannot bear fruit of itself. I'm going to talk about that. Unless, see some of us are trying to do it without God. Some of us are trying to find joy in things. Some of us are trying to be fruitful without Jesus. He says, It cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. So neither can you unless you abide in me. I want to talk about this morning part three of how to maintain your joy. Amen. I want to just tell you. It's amazing how many people will begin this journey, but never finish the journey. There are a lot of people that when they're going through the season of pain, season of troubles and trials and circumstances, everything seems to be going wrong. It's amazing how we lose our joy. I told you at the beginning of this series, joy has nothing to do with circumstance. It has everything to do with your connection. It has everything to do with where or what the source is of your joy. For some of us, We have joy on payday. Come on, somebody. We're exceedingly happy. Our joy seems like it's overflowing until Friday, until until Saturday, when we realize that we're broke again. It's amazing how our joy can be on a roller coaster. It's amazing how That three-letter word that we all desire joy. We all want joy. We, We desire it. We want it. But yet and still, we sometimes lose our joy in a split second. Some of us, we start off every day. We're good until we run into circumstances. 
Today, I believe the formula is found in John chapter 15. Jesus is illustrating a relationship, but a deep relationship that you and I must understand that if we don't have a relationship, amen, with Christ. I'm not talking about knowing Christ. I'm talking about a relationship with Christ. Jesus is using this illustration of the vine and the vine dresser and the, and, and the branches and the fruit so that he can make it very plain to us. Amen. Where or what the source of our joy is. Somebody here this morning, I don't know about you, but it seems to me that you lose your joy very quickly. Seems to me that when things don't go the way you thought it would go, or the way you want it to go, you close off yourself. You distance yourself. Amen. You fall into a state of depression. All because something didn't turn out the way you wanted it. I want to talk to you today from verse 4 today and show you that it's possible to maintain your joy. Amen. If you have the right relationship with Christ. Verse 4, Jesus says, abide in me. You see that? He says, abide in me and I in you. It's a reciprocal relationship. It's not me taking, come on somebody, and not giving. Oftentimes you'll find marriages like that. Where one person or friendship or whatever it is, brotherhood, sisterhood, all these different relationships. You'll find in a relationship that, that there are some people who give and some people who take. It, and it's hard to find people who are both into the relationship and giving an equal amount of care and attention. Jesus says, I, you're already clean. Verse 3 he says, you are already clean because of the word which I've spoken to you. Right? So as far as the relationship, positionally, all is well. But now... As you live this Christian life, as you're growing, right? Here's the thing. We have to realize that we are constantly being attacked by Satan. We're constantly being tested. We're constantly being thrown and tossed. And we're constantly in a battle that we don't see right now. Come on, somebody. Amen. There's a warfare going on. And, and if you don't, if you were to pull back the curtain right now and look behind the scenes, you will see that Satan right now is standing before God, accusing you of what you did yesterday. But when you have a relationship, so, so if you're going to maintain your joy, the first thing I want to tell you is you have to deepen your relationship with Jesus. What I've been talking about in Bible study. Deepening the relationship means that you abide in Him. Now, this word abide means to be, to go deeper. 
But it also means, watch this, it means to sink down or to settle into the relationship. In other words, you are sure that nobody can do you like Jesus. Come on, somebody. You're sure that, listen, apart from anything, amen, Jesus is the only person that can make you feel better. Come on, somebody. That, that the word means to stay. To dwell, to remain, watch this, and then have the power to keep going forward. I wish I had somebody. He says, abide in me and I in you. Jesus is not going to stay in a place where he's not welcome. Come on, somebody. And so it is, it is something that you and I must continue to do on a daily basis. You got to ask yourself a question. Who are you dwelling with? Who are you settling in with? Psalm 1 blesses the man who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Nor stand in the path of sinners. Nor sit in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law he meditates day and night. And he will be like a tree firmly planted. A lot of us don't have joy because of who we are in relationship with. Are you with me? Are you with me? He says, he says, look what he says. It's a powerful verse. He says, abide in me and I in you. Watch this. As the branch, watch this now. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. Let me help you with something. Positive thinking Christianity is not going to get it. We need Christ-like Christianity. We need a relationship with Christ. But saints, watch this. Oftentimes, next point, here's the thing. Don't try to do it by yourself. We need help. We need guidance. We need discipleship. We need 40-day prayer for breakthroughs. We need to come together in unison at, together. Watch this. Because until we join together, and learn how to develop this deeper relationship with him. Watch this. We're just winging it. He says, as the branch. Listen, some of us are trying to accomplish things on our own. You want to be self-made. But apart from Christ, a believer cannot accomplish anything. Watch this. Of permanent spiritual value. I'm going to say it one more time. Apart from Christ, listen, how many times are you outside of the winner's circle? You wake up mad. You wake up hungry. You wake up tired. You, you wake up distressed. Come on, somebody. And yet, you all you have to do is abide in him. Stay in him. And watch this. And stop thinking, I'm going to do this by myself. Listen, as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself. That word, that word bear, it means to, to, to go on, to lead, to move, to reach a desired goal. I'm trying to do something better with my life, but the question is, have you gotten the first relationship right? Amen. With Jesus. Do I have anybody? He says, watch what he says now. He says, abide in me. Stay in me. Remain in me, minnow. I keep going back to the word because the word means to continue in him. Listen, not, not, not just when things are good, 
But when things are difficult, when things are hard, I know where my anchor is. My anchor is in the Lord. Come on, somebody. Amen. My soul's been anchored in the Lord. Why? Because I know that nobody can do me better than Jesus. He says, a branch cannot bear fruit by itself. So that means I need to take all the self-help books that I have. Go down to half price bookstore. Turn them in and get me about three, four Bibles. Do I have a witness? And I want to say to somebody here today, you can't help yourself. As a believer, you need this relationship. You need to stay connected to the vine. Abide in him. For apart from him, he says, look what he goes on to say. Look what he goes on to say. He says, as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself, that's the B part. Look at, look at the C part of the verse. He says, unless, unless what? It's a conditional participle. Unless. It's a cause and effect. The branch is there, but the branch still has a choice who to connect to. In other words, watch this. You got choices. You know when they deregulated electricity. At, at one point, come on and help me somebody. HLMP had the lock on everything. But when deregulation came in, you had choices. You see, the one thing about choices is sometimes we don't investigate the whole matter. Sometimes we don't do enough research and what may look good on the outside may not be, hallelujah, good for you. Are you with me? It's a conditional participle, which means that he says, unless it abides in the vine. The branch needs the vine and without the vine, the branch is in danger. Somebody here this morning. Now, let me give you my next point. Don't disconnect from God. Don't try to do it by yourself. But the next thing is, don't disconnect from God just because it got hard. Maybe you have too many choices. Don't play with your spiritual life like that. Because, watch this, because of differences and preferences and different doctrines and things like that, stay with God. Listen, listen. It's easy to get upset and say, I'm done. Do you know how many people have done that? Do you know how many people, because they didn't get what they wanted, watch this, they're still looking for joy. They went to a psychiatrist, they went to a psychologist, they went to an optometrist, they went to a doctor, they went to all these different people trying to find help, and all they had to do was abide. Your help is in him. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord. He says, he says, it cannot bear fruit. Can you imagine this? That you've been trying to be fruitful. 
You done got a DBA? You done got a business plan? Come on, somebody. You done, you done registered with the state? You done did all this stuff? Come on, somebody. And all you had to do was abide in Jesus. Because the very thing that you're trying to build, he could have built it for you. You didn't have to go through all of that. And my question to you today is, where or what is your source? And with deregulation, you have all these choices. See, when Christ came, he did away with deregulation. And he gave us, he gave us a definite choice. And that choice is him. And he says, you cannot bear fruit apart from him. Some of you have been trying to be fruitful. Some of you are trying to be better. Some of you don't have no joy. Your joy is leaving you constantly. You, listen, listen. If, if, if the worst day of your life, hallelujah. Watch this. The Lord will step in. And he will give you peace and joy on the worst day of your life. Why? Because you're connected. Well, pastor, how do I know when I'm disconnected? Look at your actions. Look at your fruit. You cuss. You fuss. You get angry. Oh, yeah, you just fall all over the place. When you're abiding in him, you have a fruit called self-control. You have peace. You see, a lot of times we're playing with our Christian life. Because when we don't connect to church, we're not getting the nutrients that we need to maintain that joy. Watch what he says. He says, watch what he says, right here at the last last piece. He says, unless it abides. So neither can you. Hmm. So he, he illustrates, and now he says, so neither can who? Unless, tell your neighbor, conditional possible. Write this down in your notes. No Jesus, no joy. No Jesus. He says, he says so neither can you. Somebody here today. You can turn it around unless you abide in him. Don't get so spiritual that you forget that you need to stay. See, here's the thing. You can become so full of the spirit and you unplug and then you walking around and you full of the spirit, right? And you can go so far on that. You got to come back to the filling station. You got to get reconnected to the source. Listen, listen, don't forget. Watch this. Don't get so spiritual where you forget that you need to stay connected to the vine. Oh, I don't need to pray today. I'm good. I'm trying to make this thing practical so you understand. I'm reading, but my mind is wondering. I'm in the prayer closet and I'm thinking about everything else but prayer. Come on, somebody. I'm doing this thing out of routine and a religious, a religious feeling. Come on, somebody. Stay with God when, watch this, watch, watch this, watch this. So the next point is dedicate yourself to God. Dedicate yourself to God. Watch this. 
Watch this. Stay with God when you get angry with the church. Mm -hmm. Remind yourself this is the vine that makes me fruitful. This is the vine that keeps me connected. This is the vine that keeps me sane. This is the vine that keeps me strong. This is the vine that keeps me in my right mind. Because right about now, I'm about to up in here, up in here. Why? Because it seems like everything is coming at me right now. But I know one thing. My relationship with God is going to stay intact. See, we are consumers, y'all, and not connectors. We have to form relationships. And we form, when we form a relationship with Christ, it will work out for your good. You cannot. I'm going to say it right here and I'm closing. You cannot bear fruit. You cannot become a fruit. Watch this. A fruitful Christian has joy. I'm not talking about because things are happening materially in your life. I'm talking about a Christian who's connected and is fruitful. He or she has joy. Why? Because they're connected to the source. And some of you, watch this, you're bumping your head against the wall trying to figure it out. Man, I could do that. I could, I could, I could, I could. Yeah, listen, listen, listen. I used to think I could think my way through stuff. But when I came to Christ, he showed me a different way. And the way he showed me is, man, you better stay connected to me. Listen, some of you have old technology. You see, when this pandemic hit, we were under analog or DSL cables. And how it was explained to me is that with DSL cables, when it's dug under the ground, after a while it begins to corrode. And the signal that was coming through to stream what we were streaming, it was real choppy. Come on, somebody. You ever get online and you, you're on a Zoom call or something and it's real choppy? It's because between the source and the other source, there's some interference. And, and watch this. And, and, and the signal is sent at a slower speed because of the line. But there's a thing called fiber optics. And with fiber optics, what I understood, they had to, they had to go under, they had to go in the parking lot, they had to dig down real deep. And, and they put these fiber optic cables into, into our system now. And the difference between DSL and fiber optics, watch this, fiber optics moves at light speed. That's why you can get 300 megs. A thousand megs. Why? Because it's traveling at the speed of light. May I ask you a question? How's your connection with Jesus? Is it DSL or is it fiber optics? 
Because what we really need to do, we need to move to new technology so that we can maintain our joy. Ever since we've upgraded, we've had joy. God bless you. God keep you.